Hi Stellas, welcome back to the Polish Stella, your refinement show for fine living. I am your humble host, Rachel Michael. And on today's show, we are going to be discussing about a very beautiful topic titled The Ladylike Feminine Woman, what I like to call her good grace. To my new and returning subscribers, welcome and thank you for always joining us on the show. But before we get all juicy and all feminine, let's reel some music. Stellars, first off, how are you doing? How is your week starting out? For my high-value Polish Stellars, the women in the house, let's all relax and learn together because I am actually honestly learning too. So recently, I was so hurt about a situationship that broke me internally and got me reading, thinking, crying, and beating myself up. More on that in the subsequent episode. I want to straight out a point here, and it is that both men and women have or are born with both masculine and feminine energies. And these energies has to coexist for balance within every human. As a woman, you need your masculine energy for some important life activities like setting goals, planning, executing those goals, nurturing, giving birth, Given also working, school, managing your home and more of the brain and doing activities. What you need to understand is that the masculine energy is more of the doing energy, which is very action oriented. Feminine energy is an aspect of being, you know, the receiving. It allows you enjoy what life has to offer to you by receiving from God and from man, in quote, others, as the case may be. Some feminine energies are our intuition, our intuitiveness, our mindfulness, our being present, our emotions and our feelings, our passions and our desires, our senses, our, you know, all the touches that we get, all the flavor we are to life that makes us feel like we are being, we are seen. We're not, we're not stressing. We are just coexisting. We are co-creating. Those are the feminine energy. So I've been able to define the masculine energy, the art of doing the little things, creating things, making business work, finding your passion and living your passion and living your dreams. And the feminine energy, which is just you using your intuitiveness, your mindfulness, your being present, your emotions, your feelings. 
um, these are stuff that are internal. We call them the subconscious mind and the masculine energy, which is the act of doing. We call it the conscious mind. So if you are a fan of Neville Goddard, you would know all of this um, consciousness and subconsciousness matrix all in between. So being a lady like feminine woman means being a well-behaved, polite, dignified, and graceful woman. Being a ladylike woman or a gracious woman, as I like to call it, applies to all things, like how you move physically, socially, emotionally, and all. But it is most implied that you do all of these things well and effortlessly. You know, the people we call well-breeded women, the people we call well-mannered people, people who are humble, who talk politely, who are not rude to people, who don't insult people, who consider the emotion of others, who do, do not try to, you know, be wicked to others, but they are not stepped on. You know, these people carry themselves with class, grace, etiquette, and the normal social being of coexisting in a particular area or in a particular sector of life, whether home, physically, emotionally, uh, materially, whatever it is, these people, we call them well-breeded people because they have what, in quotes, we call an aura that shows that they come from a good home. But all of these things come together when they are done well and effortlessly. So we are not lying about it. We're not trying to fake it to be in a circle. We're not trying to do it to please people. They all come together to make you more of a ladylike feminine woman. But being ladylike has nothing to do with these few things. Being born with a certain amount of money at a certain time or a certain place or a certain country. It doesn't have ethnicity, class, place or anything bound to it or any thoughts running through your minds right now. It is free and learned, available to anyone and everyone ready to take it as it is at any time or any place. Number two, being ladylike does not make you a doormat, does not make you a people pleaser, giving people all they want and receiving trash in return. But it makes you a humble queen with a crown, with a strong sense of who you are, what you want, and how you live your life. Number three, being ladylike is not a trait you inherit. It is more of a skill and like every other skill out there, you have to work for it. It is easy, does not require any amount of source energy, just a will to learn. Plus, it is a worthwhile venture. It's a skill that serves you for the rest of your life. You see the people we address with class and grace or the people we call polite, elegant, stylish, sophisticated, well-breed. It's a lifestyle they have lived with, they have learned. It's a skill they learned and they are living with. It doesn't mean they are stupid. It doesn't mean that they are dormant. It doesn't mean that they are people pleaser. It doesn't mean they have this certain amount of money in their bank. But because they put themselves as behaved people, cultured people, groomed people, they stand out from the crowd of the noise of the many people that they don't get their words rounded up, they, their life are not rounded, it's cut that you have these fizzles here and there. Being well-breaded, ladylike, feminine woman means you enjoy life. You, you, you have fun, but you know boundaries. 
you know how to set them. You know how to keep them. You know when to get playful, when to get serious. It means you exist on earth, but you live differently. You enjoy life. You do what every other person do, but you do it with a touch of femininity and elegance. And that's what we are all about here in the Polish Teller. So, before we get our juice, let's get started. Let's really, really, really understand how to build our feminine aura. Like I said in my initial conversation that I was broken. You know, I was not in a relationship. I wouldn't call that a relationship, but a situationship. Yeah, I had to question myself every single time. Okay, Rachel, honestly, what are you earning from me? What are you gaining from all of this relationship that you have to be in? It was more like I was giving so much and receiving nothing. I, I was trying to do all of the work. I was trying to be all of the things that I wasn't meant to be. I was always doing, but I wasn't receiving. You know, like I said earlier, the energies has to match when the masculine energy of doing and the feminine energy of receiving has to match for a balance, for there not to be a divide. It has to balance. It has to coexist. But there was no coexisting in my life. I had this void. I was questioning my word every single time. And then I had to start reading. I had to start learning. I had to start opening myself up to the reasons why i failed at the stuff so i'm just going to tell you the lessons i had to take and uh, i i hope these lessons also help you so first off i looked at every areas where i have been hurt where i've been tough i looked at my parents i looked at if there are things they did that make me feel out what i was doing especially in relationship i looked at the critical part the the shameful part of me being I'm pregnant, being raped, does it affect my psychology, my mentality? Does it give me this coveredness? I want to be centered, but I, I, I'm not really centered. I, I wanted to, you know, be out there, but there's still this restriction. I, I don't let people want to give to me. I, I'm always trying to like, you know, I, I'm not taking from anybody, but <laughs> I don't want to receive so much. There's some certain things I had to receive and I had to let people favor me on. But there are other things I, I shied away from because I was thinking, oh, do I need to receive all of this? Do I need to receive this love? I felt like to be seen, to be heard, to be noticed, to be valued, I had to be doing something. I had to be pleasing people. And uh, in turn, it hurt my feelings because I was broken. <laughs> I was doing so much, but I wasn't receiving or I was receiving less. And I honestly had to evaluate my thinking. I had to evaluate my mindset. I had to evaluate everything around. Ask myself if I was really, 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 really letting my femininity, my womanhood shine. You know, the art of receiving. Was I really receiving or just doing? I had to unlearn certain things to get into that space. Now, number two, I, I now needed to discover who I was, my authentic self. Who do I, who am I really? Who is Rachel? And that's what I want you to discover. So when you, when you look at the areas, the all gray areas that are not matching up, the dark areas and they are, they are not really matching up. Then you ask yourself in all of this, who am I? You find yourself in between. You find yourself. You ask what drives you, what makes you happy, what lights you up. 
I love sleeping, honestly. That's like my safest area. I love sleeping, right? Um, I, I found out what makes me happy. You know, I, I started doing things that makes me happy. I found out who I was in between. What, what makes me stand out? What makes me different? I, I wasn't trying to prove anything to anybody, but I just wanted to find me first. It's always me first. And like I said earlier, we are all learning. I run a podcast show, right? That talks about being polished. But every single day I learn. I mean, this, this existence took like since 2021, crossover to 2022. And the last three months from May to July has been really hectic. I had to learn. I had to find my voice. Hidden. I had to bring up my voice. I had to learn how to speak for myself. And that's one thing you need to know. You need to find yourself. You need to ask yourself, who do you really are? Who are you really? What drives you? What makes you stand out? What makes you different? And that's how you could, you know, develop your um, feminine side, your ladylike. That's how you can be well-behaved. That's how you can, you know, have this feminine aura walking around you. And that's how people would perceive you. If you don't discover yourself, you don't know your strength and your weakness, you cannot develop. You cannot unlearn things that supposed to be unlearned and learn things that are supposed to be learned now the number three thing i did i had to let go of the doing behavior i I mean i don't i still do things you know i still set goals i still hit targets right i still show up every day you know i don't i didn't stop that but i had to let go of some certain things especially when it comes to relationship (laughs) i had to let go i mean i need to be pampered right I need to be a baby girl for life. Trust me. But I had to let go of some doings that I was doing. I, I, I try not to square head anything that is bigger than me. I receive. I enjoy the receiving part. I, I'm not fighting for it. I just open myself up. I had to let go of those doing behavior. and start a new journey to receiving. Not the stellars. You are seen, you're loved, you're valued. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. I always tell myself every single day, you know, that Rachel, you're seen, you're loved, and you're valued. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. And that's what I'm telling you, Stellas. You're seen, you're loved, and you're valued. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. Then I learned the art of accepting favors, compliments, invitations, gifts, and any and every good thing that makes me happy. That happens in my life. I learned. I mean, before I would say, ah, oh, my younger ones cannot give me anything. If my younger siblings say, oh, sister, because they call me sister at home <laughs> because I'm the eldest. Like, sister... I have this thing for you. I don't care if it is just biscuit or or sweet, whatever it is. I accept it and I tell them thank you. I don't want to make them feel bad for like, I mean, this is so small. Why would you give me this? No, I receive it. I thank them for it. When I walk by and someone like, oh, Rachel, you're beautiful. Oh, come on. Thank you. I don't tell them, okay, I know that I'm beautiful. No, no, that's wrong. That's not a good behavior. And that's why we're talking about ladylike behavior. When you are complimented as a lady, say thank you. Receive the compliment, say thank you. When someone offers to help you, offers a favor for you, say thank you. 
majority of the time, especially when I go to church, uh, I kind of like have a repertoire with the security guards and all of that. When they see me with something heavy, they try to want to help me. Before, we're like, no, 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 don't help me. Hello, hello, sister, <laughs> sister. I if they're like, oh, Rachel, please just help me. Thank you very much. I'm cuckoo lazy from the onset. I mean, learning how to be a polished teller makes me lazy, you know. And there are some subjects that are very lazy. Right? I'm like, oh, bah, I should, I should Thank you. You know, I give it to them and they help me. And I thank them for helping me. And they feel, they, 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 there's this smile that comes to their face that, oh, they help me. In my mind, I'm like, is it this morning? Like, you know, but learn to accept favors, to accept compliments. How about when someone invites you out on the dinner? No matter the pocket size, you know. I mean, sometimes I just go out on a date just for going sake, you know. I may just go out for one, one date and I would never go back to those dates. But because it's an invitation, I don't accept all dates. I do not because that's stressful. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes I do. And I appreciate the effort to, you know, even do that, right? Um, sometimes I end up not doing it again. But some people end up getting a second and a third, but not everybody. Yeah. But when you are giving invitation, not just for dates, for occasions, show up for your friends, you know, accept those invitations and everything good. When you, someone gifts you, whether it's a biro, a pen, a book, say thank you. No matter how small it is, accept and say thank you. The fifth thing I learned was the attitude of gratitude. I mean, there's something I do every single day. I started it from January 16th. And um, as, as at the recording of this, it's going to be published tomorrow by 8 p.m. As at the recording of this, we are day 198, which is a gratitude challenge I started for 350 days. And we are 198. It's not easy to be grateful. I mean, I go through pain. I go through stress. I go through different kinds and numbers of things every single day. But I still come out and I, I, I find it as a... A thank you note I have to God every single day to say, thank you, Jesus, for doing this for me. Thank you, God, for always looking out for me and my family, for looking out for my job. I mean, I'm not stranded at any point. You always show up for me. It's enough to say thank you. Develop the attitude of saying thank you. There's sometimes there are certain things does not go the way I plan it. And I'm really down in my head. But they see me, <laughs> I go out and people are like, Oh, Rachel, you're glowing. I'm like, hello. In my mind, I'm like, <laughs> glowing in the dark, right? Glowing in pain. And, but I just smile at it because honestly, you don't look like your problem. <laughs> it's so funny how we don't even look like our problem, especially when you, when you put God as your focus, when you put the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ as the center of your focus, you don't look like your problem. You're always covered. In fact, I feel the most time I shine the most is when I'm going through crazy ass periods. Like I'm going through tiring moments. I shine the most. I, I, I'm glowing <laughs> the most, right? If I will put it that way. But develop an attitude of gratitude. One thing my friends know me for, if you're really my friend, you know me for one thing. I love journaling. I don't journal my pain. <laughs> I only journal 
the reverse of my pain, but I journal gratitude. I always journal gratitude. I'm always writing goals, plan, uh, on writing stuff. Okay. Things I need to work on, things I need to do, feedbacks I get, how I need to fine tune them. And then I always say thank you. My gratitude journal is really important to me. I always say thank you. So learn the art of giving thanks and being grateful for the compassion of or everything you've received. Be grateful for that. Then the one new thing I've learned, which is number C, practice the art of mindfulness. Practice the art of mindfulness and um, relaxation and also meditation. I recently started meditating a whole lot um, for 15 minutes, sometimes 16 minutes. Reason because I started this, this daily motivational uh, platform. You can check us out on all social media platform at the bodies. The bodies are the bodies. It's a daily motivation for women. And the reason why I started it was I was in a deep, deep, um, issue. I was trying to un, unearth something from my heart. It was so heavy in my heart. And the only way I could, you know, help myself was to be to be positive about life, to, to, to just really be positive. And I started it in June, June, uh, June 3rd, um, 2022. We are over two months. <laughs> we are over one month. Okay. We're going to be two months in third on the third. That's tomorrow. We're going to be two months on Wednesday. And yes, it, it's really been a, a journey for me. It's really, really been a journey because I, I wouldn't have known or seen anything. I will, even imagine that things like this could unearth. I've seen positive review, especially on a TikTok page. People have um, said things like, oh, this helped me, this did this, this did that. And I'm really grateful that uh, I, I kind of like could impart through my pain, the attitude of mindfulness, of meditation, explain it in deep senses. So uh, meditating really brings me closer to God. It really keeps my mind in one place. It really clears my head and I'm not depressed about it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, being mindful and being aware. You know, it's, it, you know, everything that we do starts with being aware. If you are not aware, you will not know how to work on it. So you need to be aware. You need to be mindful and be present. So you have to meditate. The seventh part is letting go and surrounding yourself with positivity. What I had to do when back to my story on my relationship is that I love this person. I really do love him, right? I wouldn't call that love or lust, but honestly, from my heart, loving is not a bad idea, you know, but I had to let go. <laughs> I had to let go. So I had to pour my heart. I had to let go of the negativity, let go of the heart. I mean, it's nobody's fault. Your heart, because of the thing, does not make it the other person's fault, right? I had to let go. Even when people that have hurt me, you know, people that have done things that I wasn't expecting, what I had to learn to do was to let go of the negativity and imbibe the positivity. I saw the good light. I saw the green light. I saw the good things you've done. And that's one thing I hold as a memory and let go of the negative. So number seven, let go of the negative and surround yourself with positivity. Now, number eight is to learn how to relax, nurture, and take care of yourself. Something I recently started doing was really me first. There's God, there's everybody. After talking to Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, God, every morning. And sometimes I feel not to talk to them. I'm really sorry about that, Jesus. But 
after doing all of those, I take care of me. I impart me. I nurture me. Because it's me. <laughs> if you break down, it's still you. It doesn't concern anybody. You're not trying to please anybody, remember? So, it's you first. Enjoy you. Appreciate you. So, relax, nurture, and take care of yourself. Please. To, to be a ladylike feminine woman, you need to know how to take care of yourself. Take care of you first. It's you. You have to be mentally sound for everything that you need to do. Whether it's to run your family, run your business, run your relationship, run your schoolwork, run anything in life. You need to be in the mental capacity to do it. So you need to take care of yourself. Number nine, bring out your inner child. Play. <laughs> so one thing, another thing I love doing is dancing. Sometimes I'm just turn on the music and tell my roommate, you know what, girls? Come on, let's dance. You're going to be dancing, shouting, laughing. After which we go and cook. Sometimes we just go out to just buy things, have fun. You know, sometimes I just go out with, you know, guys and enjoy. Just have fun. Play. Play. Don't, not because we are adulting. You know, we are adults and we forget the child in us. Sometimes I just call my mom, call my sisters, my siblings. And I, I didn't call them for anything special. Just to just laugh. You know, we just feel the, the time when we were once together in one place, confined in one place. But right now, all of us are separated. Some of us are in school. I'm on my own. My siblings are there, you know. And we just call ourselves just to have conversations. So play. Go out. Have fun. Be a child again. Allow your inner child shine. Have dream, passion. I mean, just do anything that makes your inner child feel alive. And uh, it's going to really help you in your journey of being a feminine, ladylike woman, well-behaved. You know, some people want to see the playful side of you and the serious side of you together. They just want to see the whole, you know, let's get this shit done. Let's do this. Let's do this. Come, 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 come down. Calm down. Just rest. Relax. Play. All right. The next one here is to connect with nature. Ooh. I, if you know me so well, <laughs> one thing I like to do is to enjoy nature. Sometimes I could just wake up and I'm like, I want to go for a walk and I'll just walk around, enjoy the breeze, natural breeze. Sometimes I just want to go to the beach, sit down there. I don't, I'm not touching the water, right? Just want to look at nature, enjoy it, feel it, love it, soak it. You know, feel alive. Sometimes in those process, in those minutes when I'm working, when I'm resting, when I'm enjoying nature, Ideas come, ideas are bettered, things are bettered inside of it. Uh, just take a breather, breathe, just learn to breathe. Inhale nature inside of you and you're going to feel alive. Those are part of the ways you could be ladylike and feminine woman. Learn the art of embracing mother nature. Learn the art of embracing nature. Number 11, next on the list is spend time being creative and creating spend time to hone your skills grow yourself learn new skills or learn new skill be creative do creative things decorate the house anytime i'm in my house my mom knows me for one thing 
I can unearth everything in my house and change the position. I just want to see new serene. I want to see new things. I, I don't want to see the television the same way it is. Although now they stop me from moving the television. But I want to see it in a different space. I want to try new things, decorate the house, cook meals, you know, all of those things. Be creative. Do things that make you have fun. You know, create, learn skills. For fun. I mean, you could just go dancing for fun, you know, and join a group for fun, connect with the community for fun, learn anything, be creative, enjoy your creative spirit. And the last year is feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. This comes with a story. Feel your feelings. Um, I think one thing that has really helped me growing up, I might not say it right now, but I would definitely, definitely say it. No matter how hard it is, I would definitely, definitely have the conversation. I love having the hard conversation. I love being prepped for it. <laughs> I love prepping myself, but I feel my feelings. I, I say what I feel. I might not say it then, but I always, always, always say it. I, I would advise you. Say it. If you are hurt, if someone hurts you, if you are like me, you, <laughs> I don't say it immediately. Mm, because anything I say, I, I can literally start crying if you hurt me and I say, like, are you mad? Why, why do you do that? <laughs> you know, I, I, I will literally cry. So I try not to say it a minute. I can leave it for months and not say nothing, but I'll definitely, definitely come back to it. Learn to feel, learn to feel your feelings. If your heart say it. If you're in pain, say it. If you're happy, say it. Feel it. If you are sad, feel it. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to scream, scream. Whatever it is you need to do, do it. Feel it. You are human. You are not supposed to be numb to pain. Uh, for, for, for many years after going through rape, I was numb of pain. I, I, I found a way to numb my pain and it really got, it really, it really, took a turn on me that I, I'm trying to, you know, right now I'm trying to feel it. I'm, I'm an expert in hiding my pain. <laughs> Before you see me break down, I mean, it really got to me, right? But I'm an expert in numbing my pain and it's not good. <laughs> Mix. I mean, it's not good because the day you will not finally, finally open your mouth to say you really destroy relationship, you destroy things. Not you don't necessarily destroy things by breaking the walls, breaking. You know, no, you don't do it. It's not even maybe like to you for you to do it, but you destroy things. So when you are in pain, say it. Just say it. Just say it. So that's it. Remember to release and to, you know, feel, allow your inner child to look at the areas that are great. Know how, discover your authentic self, um, let go, learn to accept, learn to accept favor, cultivate the attitude of gratitude, practice mindfulness, meditation, and relaxation. Let go of negativity and surround yourself with positivity. Relax, nurture, and take care of yourself. Bring out your inner child. Play. Connect with Mother Nature. Spend time being creative and creating. Feel your feelings. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. And of course, tell your story. Tell your story. I'm really excited. And if you do all of this, and added to well-mannered and cultured behaviors that you're going to be learning in the other episode, 
you are going to a sweet green lady life. Yo, people, welcome back. Okay, so this is the part where we talk about the book recommendation. Yay! So today's book recommendation is gonna be The Art of Seduction by Robert Green. He is one of my favorite authors from the 848 Laws of Power to the 33 Strategies of War, Mastery, The Law of Human Nature, The 50th Law, and uh, the, the, the book, the whole book of the devotional, the daily soldier. I really love him. I, I, I love him. <laughs> if you know me, you know, I'm, I'm a preacher of Robert Green. And this, the art of seduction is a must read for anyone who wants to know how to embrace their femininity and be more ladylike. We, you need to read this book. It's beautiful. It, it doesn't teach you how to be, you know, stupid. It just teach you how to highness the charm inside of you. So then two sections. We have the characteristics of the, the seductive characters. We have the siren, the rig, the ideal lover, the dandy, the natural, the courted, the charmers, the charismatic, the stars, the anti-seductive or the anti-seducer. The phase two talks about the process of seduction, creating mixed signals, paying attention to details, mixing pleasure with pain. I love this book. I cannot exhaust it. I cannot exhaust it, but it is a must read for all of you that want to know how to embrace your femininity. Embrace it. Love it. Love it. Being ladylike, know when to talk, when to act. You know, all of this. This book is a must read. It is a must read. And you will be blessed and you will thank me later for recommending this book because you read it and leave your review for me. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for always, always coming back to listen to the show. To our new subscribers, do well to subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting platforms you are listening to. And one thing I want you to do for me also is to leave a review and send me your feedback. Whatever it is that you want to hear or whatever topic that you want to hear, Send me your feed, send me those topics, send me your criticism, send me anything. Just send me your review about our show. 
in total. And you can send that to the email, which is going to be in the description box, the polishteller at gmail.com. I am open to receive your mail. And there's this topic banter that I want you guys to come into. Please, you're going to, you're going to do this on our social media. Who should pay for the date? I, I, I've been asking my friends and I've been getting some weird feedbacks, but then I want to know your own opinion. Who should pay for the date? Who should pay for the date? It's going to be a conversation that we're going to kickstart and I want the audience opinion on this and we're going to be opening it on the audience platform. But do where to follow me on all social media platform at IT Rachel Michael. Subscribe to the podcast. Turn on your notification bell for Tuesdays and Saturdays to get notified every time we make a new episode coming out every Tuesdays and every Saturdays. And of course, subscribe, like, share, leave a review and send it to all the women in your life who needs to hear this, who needs to embrace the ladylike feminine woman they are, embrace it, nurture it and grow it. I'll see you on the next episode. I'll see you on Saturday. Guys, keep being blessed and unique. But before we go, we're going to take our creed, which says, I am a Polish teller. Simplicity is my watchword. Elegance is my lifestyle. I am confident and exceptional. We take it one more time. I am a Polish teller. Simplicity is my watchword. Elegance is my lifestyle. I am confident and exceptional. I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now.